Hey guys, welcome back to Pod Improvement, the podcast with two genuine pod tool heads talking about Tim the Toolman Taylor's television show, Home Improvement. I'm George Dunn. I'm Ryan. He's just Ryan. Uh, so we're we're back again. Uh, this is episode two. We're watching, or we just watched uh, episode two of Home Improvement, uh, season one. Uh, so this this episode, okay. <laughs> so I'm I, I'm still trying to get oriented with my my brain my brain head here. So this is season two or so season one episode two, uh, Mo Better Blues, uh, <laughs> which is a, a brilliant. It name. doesn't even make sense. Yeah, more better blues. Well, I guess it does. I keep yeah. thinking about other stuff in the episode. <laughs> and he was in the mower. It makes sense, Ryan. Yeah, I get You're it. You're just being an I asshole. Get, I get it now. So the, the plot synopsis for this episode is after Mark breaks one of tw- Tim's oldest tools, 20 years old, it's not that old. It's a lie. Uh, it's a family inheritance. So after Mark breaks one of Tim's oldest tools, he fears the worst when Brad and Randy take control of his guilt and fabricate a story about a traded son named Peter who is given away after he wrecked Tim's tools. Meanwhile, Tim modifies his riding lawnmower. That's the <laughs> plot synopsis. So first of all, with that plot synopsis, uh, that is kind of highlighting the weirdest part of the story. Like, not even the weirdest part, but the, 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 that's not highlighting the plot of the story. <laughs> it really isn't whatsoever. Like, like the, the, the fact that they told him about Peter... Or made up the story about Peter is not really a plot point so much as like kind of a joke. Yeah, it, they <laughs> mention it like twice. Yeah, for like fifteen seconds, and that's it. It's I mean like like Mark breaks a tool. That's a, so like I think the running theme so far is that nothing happens on this fucking show. <laughs> this it's is, just it's it's just people walking around just like grunting and saying like, "Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. You want me to make something for you? Oh, okay. I already made it." Hey, have you found this thing? No, I haven't found this thing. All right, well, uh, see ya next week. <laughs> like, like it, it's not even. It's it's such a it's such a weird. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just so used to like 2018 storytelling, especially with sitcoms. Like, so much happens in something like How I Met Your Mother. Or something we're like we're that. very like, spoiled in this day and age. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I feel like like once we get into like later seasons, it'll be like. Because I just remember so much happening, but it's really just like people sitting around being like, uh, "Okay, bye." <laughs> like, the entire episode took place in the house, besides the the end credit sequence. Yeah, and yeah, this one like has very small amount of tool time, uh, uh, and it's the best. It's the best we've seen of Al so far. Oh, this is an iconic moment in television history. It's the first time you hear Al's catchphrase. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I do love Al. Uh, I'm, I'm Who very doesn't ex- love yeah, Al? Yeah, I'm very excited. Like, because like this show needs a straight man, and having him just be that guy that just pops up for like two seconds in a show is not. It, it's needed way more. Yeah, like you need someone to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Like when he's like, so like, we're jumping ahead to the post credit sequence. I don't want to get to that. I don't want to get to that section yet. Um, so this this it opens with Mark and Tim fixing, well, not even fixing, vamping up uh, his riding lawnmower. So he's taking his twelve horsepower uh, motor and putting in a hundred and twenty horsepower <laughs> motor, uh, a, a motorcycle uh, mower. So. Motorcycle engine, sorry, not a motor. Um, and I 
don't understand why, other than more power. There is nothing. It's just to more ma- like toxic like, masculinity yeah, exactly. just coming out. Like, <laughs> You're not a man unless you have more power. Uh, that's true. Um, he does reference Star Wars, which I found very confusing. That is very strange. Tim the Toolman Taylor would have never seen Star Wars. That movie, he would have been what seventeen, maybe being generous when Star Wars came out. Yeah, Yoda was from uh, Empire Strikes Back, so that's nineteen eighty. That's literally eleven years before this episode was aired. So he would never, in a million years, have seen Empire Strikes Back. And that that you, you're breaking the universe here. Uh, already, like, episode two, you're already just like, ah, who cares? Yeah, it was a bad little throwaway reference that they thought, probably thought they were really clever about. I mean, you, I guess you could make maybe make the argument of, like, Yoda's just been, like, part of a lexicon now, after 11 years. But, like, Tim the Toolman Taylor wouldn't use he, that No, he'd probably think that was lame. Or he would have some sort of negative, very mean and negative thing to say about Star Wars fans. Yeah, he'd be like, Yoda, or whatever that means. <laughs> like like that kind of dumb shit. Um, my note here is: men are cool, women are lame, <laughs> which is basically the mindset of this episode. Where it's just like, oh, she just uses screwdrivers to chip ice away and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I guess. It's like, oh, I wouldn't touch your late Madam Butterfly records. That's what she listens to. Are you fucking kidding me? She has no autonomy in the show Women so far. only listen to bad opera music. That's it. Acor- Matt, according like, to the Home Improvement universe. She can't even listen. Like, you could have made the joke of like Barbara Streisand or something. like Something like modern. It's something that's like a human being would listen to. Like, Madam Butterfly? Are you fucking kidding me? Get out of here. Like, it's like, it's not, it's not public domain to just reference a person. Like, ugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh. What did what did you have like? What did you think of this first half of this like this, this lawnmower scene? Well, I, I when he started mentioning more power with Mark, I began wondering at what point in the early development of his children does he instill this this sort of mindset of more power is good? Like, does they do they come right out of the womb and he's screaming more power at them yeah. or like when does it begin with him? Well, I feel it's it's a good segue into our conspiracy corner. <laughs> because uh, this is this is our segment, uh, Conspiracy Corner. I don't have a music drop for it. I'm not even going to pretend to. Conspiracy Corner. That's me pretending. Um, so the more power thing, I feel like if you instill this more power mentality into a child this young into their lives, they're absolutely going to grow up to be a dictator, right? Like they're going to be some sort of like, like Donald Trumpian, like like I just need like this is only the only way I can be a man is to have more power, and there's no such thing as enough power, or they'll die. Exactly, like <laughs> like, like, like some sort of power leech. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I feel like I could definitely see Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the '90s, like growing up to be like some sort. Like if he really wanted to, he could have steered that towards some sort of politics thing. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Some sort of political he career was where he was just like he was charismatic. He was in the fucking Lion King, the second greatest animated film of the '90s. Yeah, he could have done any Toy Story. Um, what? What? I'm just trying to think of something ironic to say to make you mad. <laughs> Toy Story is the best one. That's why. Well, yeah, um, I agree. Um, but 
Yeah, if 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 if, if JTT would have went the way of of a political career, and he his his campaign was more power, he absolutely oh, would have been yeah. a, like a, a a dictator, like some. some <laughs> like Fidel Castro, but from Home Improvement. I'm I'm picturing like cool Make America Great Again hats, but all they say is more power. Well, it's like, it's like the it's all the the audience members of uh, Tool Time. They all wear MAGA hats, and they're just but it just says Tool Time instead of MAGA. Do you think like, that's where Donald got the idea for those hats? Oh, he absolutely did, because he is not a creative person. No one ever said that he was an artistic man. He's just he's just like I don't know, just red and white. Put the put the put the hat on it. Yeah, that's my Donald Trump impression. Just make it look like Tool Time. I don't care. Yeah, the first episode where they're wearing the red hats with the white print. I like Sorry, it. not to get political on this Home Improvement podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, like uh, so that I, do you have any conspiracies? I I think that's mine for for this week. I think more power is good enough. Yeah, the more power one. I I, I don't know. I'm proud of it. I think I think that's it's a good one. It's a real it's a real we're on, true. We're onto something. It's also a little political with the toxic masculinity thing. Um, Wilson Watch. Yeah, only Wilson only Watch. Mark and Tim saw only him. Mark and no Tim. outside family members. So the, yeah. the theory lives on for another yeah. episode. Yeah. I, so so Wilson Watch is when we we try to decide if Wilson is a figment of the family's imagination, <laughs> a collective <laughs> imagination. Which, when you describe it, sounds crazy enough. Uh, crazier than the fact that we have a fucking home improvement podcast. Um, but. So, so he's not cooking squirrels in this one though. He's being pretty normal. He's very basic in this episode. Yes. He's being he's being the nice neighbor. He like winks. He's like, "Oh, I definitely don't see a kid in a tree." Which I think honestly was like the first genuine laugh of the two episodes we've watched so far. Was I really liked him like being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Tim like, not knowing like any sort of pun that isn't related. Yeah, he's like to the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. It's incredible. And, yeah, it was very funny. Uh, and by very funny, I mean very funny for home proof. A light chuckle is what yeah. it got. Out I mean, of that's us. I think that's kind of what we're gonna have to expect for the next four hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, just Tim, Mark, do no, no one else interacts with him in any way. Yeah, he's not. Is there he in the background when they're talking about Peter? No. Well, if he is, he remains silent. <laughs> Just watching. We're watching, going back into sc- waiting, conspiracy corner. <laughs> lurking. <laughs> back into conspiracy corner, real quick. What if Wilson? Uh, what if Wilson one day says he has a son named Peter? <laughs> like further down the line. <laughs> he, I guarantee he cooked and ate Peter because he's constantly. <laughs> that was the squirrel that he was eating yeah, in the first he's episode. Constantly eating weird things that humans should not be eating. You can eat squirrel. It's fine. It doesn't taste very. Yeah, I good, mean, it's like, it's weird. There's like not any meat on it. Like it's it's just like why would the, why would you even want to bother? It's a lot of work for very little reward. But I don't think it's weird, Ryan. I mean, I would say it's weird. It's because you're a vegan. You fuck. That's weird. Yeah. Whatever. I'm just. Why, a... why don't you go listen to like I don't know Minor Threat? Are they vegan? I don't like them. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to get into this. This is a whole other conversation. You just started it. This is a it. whole total other podcast. Um, yeah, the Peter thing was weird. I don't, like, I, I, like, I tried to do it to my brother once. It did didn't too. work. It didn't work. Like, I think it's just, like, one of those things where it works in theory, but it never really works in execution. I made my brother cry and then got yelled at by my parents. Really? So I was kind of like, yeah, that's not, what that's was the not name? worth it. I, no, I don't remember. It was my cousins and I, and we were in, we were in Canada. 
I don't remember the specifics. I remember my cousin tried to sell me an imaginary friend once. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, she like built me an imaginary friend and tried to sell it to me. I'm like... Did you see the process of the building? Yeah. She gave me all the options. <sighs> That's so cool. Like, like she, she kind of physicalized it uh, uh, in a sense of like, you write down this, you check this or whatever. And like, I'm like, okay. And I made him. I think he was like a leprechaun or something because of course he was. But like, she tried to charge me like a dollar for it. I'm like, I don't have a dollar. I'm six. I mean, that's like, still a pretty good deal. You get like a cool imaginary friend for only a dollar. Yeah, but I mean, and how long do you have creative. imaginary friends? I didn't even want one. I don't like if I didn't create an imaginary friend, it's not going to stick. I never had one because I was cool and I had actual friends. Ryan, unlike now, you don't. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. Okay, no, I got I got real friends now, so I just didn't have them when we, I was a we kid. We traded so. off. Yeah, it's like trading places. Yeah, my the favorite Eddie movie, Eddie Murphy movie. Um, so let's get into tool time or tool uh, tool time corner, I should say. I, so this is this is going to be a segment where we uh, where we talk about the tools that Tim has made for anyone in the house, including himself. Not the, not stuff he's made on tool time. Well, I guess I guess could be like if he made some crazy tool or or invention because he's be, he's basically a mad scientist at this point. Like in episode two, <laughs> like like so in this episode he makes the spinning uh, cookbook reader holder thing, which is like okay, I can see that like people would buy that. That has like I cannot imagine anyone using that. Oh, it's dumb. I cannot picture anyone. But like, I mean, like it's, it's walking around spinning a cookbook. He can like make, an idiot. He can make a lot of money on infomercials on that thing, though. Like, you, that, I'm that surprised one, they never got into of that. Of all the shit that he makes in this series, that is probably the most practical. Is that it? Like, it doesn't have to be a cookbook. It could be a regular book. Like, if, if I don't know, if you're walking in a circle yeah, and you're reading. working out, you don't have a treadmill, so you just walk in a small circle around your little book. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the practicality of it is, but it's in, it's definitely more practical than the next thing, which is the vamped up hair dryer, which definitely has a speaker as a blower. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, like, like I don't even. It looked like a blowhorn. It did. That's what I thought it was at first. It had like so many loose wires. I'm like, you know, it's going in the bathroom, right? <laughs> like, maybe that was his intention. Is he wanted to kill Jill and get with the? Are we uh, going back into conspiracy corner? <laughs> I think we are. Welcome back to the conspiracy corner, uh, Ryan. What's your conspiracy? Uh, Tim wanted to murder Jill by electrocuting her with his faulty hair dryer, and then get with the uh, Binford girl. Do you think? Do you think the entire series is him just trying to kill? his wife and kids to get the insurance money and then like, Oh, absolutely. What do you think the insurance cost on his house alone is? The homeowner's insurance since he fucking blows it up every single goddamn week. I bet he can't get insurance. Yeah. No, he's, someone probably went in there and inspected it and saw all these insane gadgets and he's, loose prob wires. he's probably like an old school conservative guy too. Like he doesn't believe in insurance. <laughs> like he's just like, he only pays car insurance cause he has to. Yeah, like, I can see that. Like, he's just like, insurance is ridiculous. It's a waste of money, you know? And, like, he understands the, the practicality of, like, you know, health insurance or something like that. But, like, homeowner's insurance, I don't think he... Yeah, I don't think he does. I don't. I think he, he thinks it's a waste of time and money. He, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I think... Is there, oh, the, the lawnmower was the other big uh, crazy invention that he made. Which he put a motorcycle seat on that looked really uncomfortable. 
like the seat and the the the, the handlebars and everything yeah, like that. It wouldn't work because you wouldn't be able to turn it. How you need to because when you're in a lawnmower, you need to do like quick yeah. 180 degree turns. <laughs> what are you What are you doing in a lawn? Or, uh, no. You're mowing oh, the lawn and you're, you're not doing back a, and forth. Okay, and, and thought, that you yeah. can only do like a 45 degree turn because you're you yeah, attached to you're not doing 180 a degree because you're because you're doing a circle. It. It's like a, a circle. Well, that depends on the design. You're not going right back to the line wants. you just mowed. You're you're like kind of okay. You're at a hundred hundred seventy five. I don't know. Yeah, like, um, come on, Ryan. This is a science podcast. <laughs> This is this, this is us trying to figure out the science and the endurance of a human brain. Um, <laughs> this is a social experiment to see how long someone can put themselves through home improvement. <laughs> um, anything else? Tool time. Uh, the post credit sequence, which we uh, kind of talked about, is a uh, tool time. Uh, it's an episode of Tool Time where Tim hid uh, the, the, the blowtorch from. Uh, uh, Al, what was the point of that? I feel like they ran out of was, ideas, and was, they were trying, think, desperately trying to put. Al well, the, in the thing episode. with Tool Time, I think, is Tool Time from a writing standpoint is kind of ingenious because it's like you can do. So you have you have what twenty two minutes yeah. roughly to fill weekly. Um, so you have twenty two minutes, and then you just like I don't know, like six or seven minutes is just dedicated to this other show that barely has anything to do. We could just throw as many jokes as we can, watch this guy blow himself up for, for <laughs> six minutes, and we don't have to give a shit about the story. All we have to do is just wrap it around in a small, small place, like with this episode where it's like, I just wanted to teach you about not touching other people's tools and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> like, and it's it, like, this one works because it's funny. I think I, from what I remember of the series, like Tool Time is kind of the funnier stuff of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because it's just so broad, it can basically do whatever they want. I do not believe that he says that a thou- thousands of people watch his show. I don't believe it. It is 100% local access. Yeah, it's definitely a public access show that maybe 25 people watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's at least, there's got to be at least 70 people in the audience every week. Well, he they, always packs yeah, it out. 100 people total. And, but it's in, it's in fucking Detroit. Well, we don't know if it takes place in Detroit or like just outside of Detroit. It's in Michigan. No one no one makes a living. Like I mean, you can make a living off of that, but like, so like, you can't you like <laughs> you're not gonna be packing it out every week in fucking Michigan. Like Big Chuck and Little John didn't do that in Cleveland, and when they did pack it out, it was twenty five people. <laughs> <laughs> So so like <laughs> we'll go back to it. so he he hides the the blowtorch from Al. Al's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Al is pissed. he's legitimately Yeah, pissed. he's like, "What what lesson are you trying to teach me here?" Uh and it it's it's funny because Al I, I really like Al and his back and forth. Like I I think it's the best part of the series. Um from what I remember so far. It's cool to we, see Al stand up for himself. Well, it's the first time we've seen like the Al that we kind of grow to love. And no, <laughs> like, um, because he, I, from what I remember, he was always my favorite character. Yeah, definitely. Um, because like the first Mark. episode, it was just him like complaining about his butt crack. He's like, oh, butt crack, butt crack, butt crack. There's a lot of ass yeah. references in the first episode. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's easy. It's like 80s stand up. It's like, oh, I'm a plumber, you know. Um, but you know, th- I think we'll, I think we'll get some once we get some more Al in this. I think the show will be a bit more tolerable. Uh, 
the opening the opening credits is different than the normal opening credits. It's very slow. Yeah. There's just like a um. You got anything else you want to talk about the episode? Or did you? Do, I have a quick question. Do you Ow. think that the that Wild Hogs, the movie starring Tim Allen, you know I haven't seen this film, was inspired by the scene of him on the lawnmower? That's fair because he almost does our intro. Instead, it's Born to Be Wild instead of Bad to the Bone. Yeah, it was close. Uh, I was very worried. I already like like my <laughs> the, a song I made has already been like done on the show. It's been tool manned. <laughs> it's got retooled. Um, yeah, I, I maybe I think we have to do we'll do a Wild Hogs episode sometime because we, we have to. That's, well, that's his his biggest moment as an actor in Hollywood. We'll, we'll do a, we'll do a Wild Hogs episode. We'll do a Santa Claus. Episode. I was thinking a lot about the Santa Claus series today, um, just so you know. They're great. Well, like, I was thinking about the, the structure of them. Because, like, the first one, the first one's, like, the, the, there's no villain in the first one. The bad guy is just his ego and his him being just a, an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but then the second and third one, you know, the second one has evil Santa Claus, toy Santa Claus. And then the third one has Jack Frost. So they have villains, so they just get more cartoony. And that's why the second and third one don't work. And the we'll talk about The first one him. is also great because of him just, like, screaming and yelling at children. The first one, he basically commits murder and then just he, takes he the guy's job. He doesn't basically commit. He commits murder. <laughs> he definitely kills someone. I'm very excited to rewatch The Santa Claus on Christmas uh, because I hate Christmas, but I love The Santa Claus. You'll have to wait seven months for that, though. Do you think that was his real belly? Uh, no. We'll find out. We'll, we, we'll try to get Tim Allen in for an interview. <laughs> yeah, so if, if anybody listening knows Tim Allen or if Tim Allen himself is listening, <laughs> we genuinely love you. Uh, we think you're, you, you seem like a really nice guy. <laughs> We're sorry moment. we made fun of Donald Trump earlier. I'm not. We didn't mean it. I think he understands. I don't think he does. He'll probably think we're part of the... the I mean, we are part of the Jews that run Hollywood, Hollywood but like... Uh, we're we're part of that PC police, but I think I think he's a reasonable guy. I think he's far more reasonable than someone like Roseanne. We can definitely get Richard Karn on for an interview. Oh my god, I love Richard Karn so much. Like he was the only reason I was watching The Family Feud when I was watching it. Him and Louis Anderson. Oh yeah, those are the best. The Louis Anderson one. The Louis Anderson one only because. Well, no, I love the Louis Anderson one, but like I specifically remember the Mad TV sketch. Where, where I, I can't even remember who played Louie Anderson. In all likelihood, it was Frank Caliendo. <laughs> it but, had to be. But it was just a lot of, like, Louie Anderson half listening to the answers, him shouting to God to kill him, <laughs> <laughs> and then just going back and like, all right, well, who's next? I, I, okay, well, I, 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 I lost my mind. Anderson. <laughs> Um, and Life with Louie. I loved Life with Who Louie. Who doesn't love Life with Louie? It's amazing. And uh, uh, Bobby's World with, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. What is his name? Oh, boy. He was the magician who blew out his sinuses by blowing up a glove with his nose. He was a comic as well. Bobby, uh, Howie Mandel. Uh, yeah. Howie Mandel. Uh, that was Bobby's World. He was always opening. And I remember very specifically an episode where it opens... Is it always open with Howie Mandel talking to Bobby 
the live action of Howie Mandel Bob, talking to Bobby. And he's like, oh, I'm so tired. And he's like, I got crust in my eyes. And he's just like a bunch of, he like rubs his eyes. And he's like a bunch of eggshells just fall from his fucking eyes. I'm I have like, no horrifying. recollection of Bobby's world. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? You know we're always roughhousing. You don't remember that shit? No, I never watched it. I might have watched it, but I don't remember it. All right. Well, I'm going to do you a learning real quick. Um, we'll, be, we'll be back next week uh, for another episode of Pod Improvement. Uh, if, you know, if it hasn't gotten to us yet. Um, I think we can do it. Oh, yeah. I'm into this. It's all on Hulu. We're doing this until it's off of Hulu. <laughs> and even when it's then, if someone wants to send us the DVDs. We, we will illegally download it. No, I want someone to send us the DVDs. We will start a, we will start a fucking Patreon. <laughs> do a GoFundMe <laughs> to get the DVDs for us. The entire series of Home Improvement. Uh, all right. Well, uh, oh, yeah. We got to do our grunt off. Um, so I don't know how, you, how, how we should do this, but... Um, George has claimed that he is a better Tim Allen grunter than me, and I have been practicing this my entire life. I'm practicing it? Practicing. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm a little emotional about this because <laughs> it's getting under my skin, which I think might be your whole technique. You're trying to, fa- you're trying to like, mentally mess me up, and it, I think it might be working. Well, let's do the, uh, the intro growl. You go first. You challenged me. You can go first. It's not a challenge. It's a grunt off. You are the one that brought it up, so you can go first. <sighs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, All right. Bye. <laughs>